The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. Welcome into the flagship on this Friday, October 20th, 2023, the release date of Spider-Man 2 on play- PlayStation 5. But for y'all's purposes, listening to this show and Ben Vince's purposes from Barstool, Ole Miss and Auburn kick off tomorrow. And another week of college football that Ben Vince is certainly paying really close attention to because he's probably got a lot of money on it. Hey, buddy. How we doing? Good morning. Uh, Friday morning. Lot, lot to get into. Big week of football, like you said. I mean, this Ole Miss Auburn game, the the anxiety bowl all week. Uh, you know, there's just no getting around it. Um, so yeah, lots of breakdown there. Quick brick watch update. We're between 25 and 30 now, which I think is awesome. Thanks to all the Ole Miss fans at the bottom. I mean, it's like a nineteen hundred twenty dollar, nineteen dollar purchase. So uh, every one of them counts. We're like sixty percent of the way to fifty. I think we're, you know, we're trending that way. So. I just can't thank all enough for the support. I think we're going to get there. If Brick Watch Company gets to 50, if Mincy sells 50 of these watches, as we talked about last week when he stopped by the flagship, the Barstool College Football Show is going to come to the Grove next year. So get it done. If you haven't bought one, yeah. if you have the means, if you have the ability, go uh, go to Brick. Where can they go to like purchase Brick Watch one? Brickwatchcompany.com. And- you go to brickwatchcompany.com, and when you click, so they say twenty three ninety nine, but when you click at checkout, they go to nineteen nineteen. A thousand dollars goes to the Ole Miss Grove Collective, and the day Portnoy gets nine nineteen. So you're supporting the Grove Collective. You get a sweet watch. Uh, it's it's a great promotion, and uh, you know we've got a lot of positive feedback, and I think we're doing well so far. Like I said, I mean, you know, I think you know around thirty. I think we're around thirty. I mean, I think that's a really good effort for a weekend. So hopefully, you know, and if, if, if I feel like some people might buy them for Christmas too, so we're, yeah, we're, getting, we're getting that that'd be a perfect Christmas gift, especially for the Ole Miss fan in your life that really wants to help out as far as Ole Miss procuring talent through the Grove Collective. It's NIL arm, so uh, check it out, Brick Watch Company and Mincy's the one that's kind of uh, spearheading that. Not kind of, he is he's spearheading those things. Uh, you look like you're pretty well recovered from being in the Superdome last night. Yeah, it was wild in there last night, man. I mean, there ain't no getting around it. That's, I mean, Saints are down 17-6 at half, and all hell broke loose in the second half. Uh, I was in the bunker club the first time. It was pretty cool. It was like the first half was miserable, so we kind of went down to the bunker club bar and just, like, hung out, and then the Saints came back. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw There was a pretty funny video from down there. Yeah, My question was, is, who was the girl? There, That's, uh, that's she, all anybody's going to want to know. Grady Wiley, who's an old Miss Nola guy. And, you know, he was getting an arm massage, and I was like, I want one of those. Like, the Saints game sucks. Like, and she's like, yeah, okay. And then Grady 
sees her giving me this arm massage. He's like, thinks immediately, like, I have to get this on camera. And uh, he does. And then he forgot to wipe the lens off. So the camera's looks really bad and i'm just getting i don't know it, it, it's just it's it's an absurd video on uh so so many levels it's got like one and a half million views so i mean i guess it's something my question is is that where that uh interaction that exchange that meet end mincy yes it is where it ended yes mm. yes ben that mm. is where it, that is where it ended i i mean yeah i've i i it definitely did not go past uh, the Bunker Club, the Superdome last night. That's I'll be jazz. honest. Um, it's a very strange request in regards to an arm massage. Well, Grady was getting one, and I was like, man, I want one of those. And she was like, okay. And Grady was like, Grady, while he saw the moment, he's like, I got to get this on camera. Maybe, you know? maybe this woman's arm massages have a mystical quality about them that that allow for the, the saints to wake up and come back or Derek Carr just played halfway decent for a minute before going back to being Derek Carr. I don't know. Yeah. I, I hated the ending last night because Foster Moreau got hit in the hands with that touchdown on third down and felt bad for him because he's overcome like hot, you know, he had cancer this year and just seeing how upset he was on the sideline, you couldn't help but feel bad, but tough one for the black and gold. But luckily, so far, the Rebels have been carrying the torch uh, this year for us. And um, your arm feels very well massaged today. It does. It does. It does. Yeah. It's it's ready to, to, to yeah. Yeah, we're <laughs> feeling, feeling good. Uh, I'm going to my high school. I got a 20-year high school reunion in Monroe this weekend, too. Me, too, except not this weekend. Mine's coming up in the spring. Yeah, I'm going full. Di- we're doing. I'm going. I'm doing the full deal. I'm doing radio with Sean Fox. I'm doing the coin toss, the football game, oh, calling wow. sec- call the second quarter on the radio. I mean, dude. I mean, you know. Look, I would never say this, but okay, people but are you're saying going to. But I'm going to say it. Yeah, yeah, I would never say this, but people are saying I might be the most famous alum of all time from St. Fred's That's in the sixty history. I, I would never ever say that. No, ever. of course. So you're too humble. What, you're too what humble. Would be me. To say that, but people no. are saying so. I'm gonna have yeah. to go enjoy this. You know, you have to point things out. You're a storyteller, man. I mean, you have to yeah, be I mean, honest. I know. No, I, like I said, I would never say that. But, no, no, yeah. no. You just you're you're hearing those things. Um, that, I'm certainly not the most. People. I'm certainly not the most famous New Albanian ever. That would probably go to Eli Whiteside, who made it to the San Francisco Giants in Major League Baseball. Um, but our 30th is coming. I mean, 20th is coming up, and uh, honestly, I need some suggestions, man, because. I wasn't I don't remember what the name of, of the the dude or person that is elected by their classmates to basically be the one that coordinates this stuff, but I know it's not me, okay? And yet everyone's being like, Hey Ben, what are we doing? So of course I'm like, Well, shoot, we live close to Memphis. Project Pat is attainable. Let's just go get Project Pat. And I don't think that their visions of a 20th yeah. and mine are, you know aligning particularly well so give me some suggestions man but what we're doing we've got a really good singer and guitar player playing in the end zone after the game tonight and then we've got tomorrow we've got like place rented out with two different rooms one is a dj one is a string band and this is funny for the old miss fans so steven godfrey and me go way back because no godfrey married a girl named annabeth from monroe who grew up two houses down from me Godfrey and me are going to watch Ole Miss Auburn, this freeze game together in Monroe at this reunion Saturday night. I'm going to make him do content with me. Like, That's I just, great. 
I mean, how like I texted him this week. I was like, the fact that you and me are going to be watching this Ole Miss Auburn freeze game together in Monroe, Louisiana. I was like, this is just you have to. You have right. It's it's the circle of life, man. I mean, Godfrey and I started this the first iteration of this podcast, the flagship, together years and years ago, and then he went uh, obviously to SB Nation, and then he's gone all over. He's now at the Washington Post, and um, when we first started, I mean, this was right when Freeze was you know, cooking. I mean, he started in 2012 with Bo Wallace and won immediately with a team that had no business being bowl eligible. And uh, now you get to take this in, Ole Mrs. Yeah, with for with Godfrey in Monroe, where because he married the girl that grew up two houses down from me. And she's wonderful. Yeah, I've been to their house. I apparently was too loud, which, shocker, um, because they're like, Ben, we have babies asleep. You know, you can't talk like you talk. So I will only provide you this. I mean, they're older now. They've got a bunch of Braves stuff that I've sent to him because his son's a huge Braves fan. So whenever you're, you are with them, be as obnoxious as possible and say, Ben Garrett told me to do this, God. Yeah. He said that you would only want it this way. And I, I want to say this publicly about Steven. He's been a mentor to me in media from the second I got hired for Bossier City Sports Radio in November of 2015. He's been there for me checking in once every couple months. I've been asking questions about everything, salary and just how everything's worked. I mean, he's been there to support me the whole way to ESPN Baton Rouge, to Barstool. Like couldn't, you know, couldn't, couldn't have been better to me. So yeah, I want to I love that dude to death, man. And that's just now I feel I've got FOMO, you know, like I want to hey, be there. It's going to be popping this weekend. I know. It's going to be awesome. going to come crash your high school reunion. I'll do yeah, two in the year, man. Fun, man. How trippy, though, is it that we've got that like we're in our 20 year reunion phase? You know, Dude, mine, mine's would actually be 22, but COVID got ours. But yeah. we're doing four, we're doing four classes together because the COVID thing, and it was a small private school. So I think it's like I said, I mean, I'm you know, I, I know people are probably ready to hear my college football analysis. But no, this is what I like to hear about. It's my yeah, show. Yeah, so I'm, pretty, I'm pretty pumped about this reunion. Now, as for this old Miss Auburn game, boys, you didn't give gotta, me any suggestions at all, by the way, but we'll do oh, that yeah, later. Well, We'll do we that later. We'll do that later. Ole Miss, uh, Auburn. Ole Miss is going to trip to Freeze. Uh, Freeze has said all the right things. I, I mean, I feel like the, the time has kind of – it's kind of moved on in a way. You know, I mean, it's been, what, seven, eight years since all that stuff. Uh, Freeze has had another stop. Ole Miss is in a different place completely competitively. Um, it, it just feels like this is it's, – it's more of a footnote for this game than anything else to me. Well, you know, I, I could be reading that completely wrong. I don't know. I heard there was all this bad blood behind the scenes, the freezing lane jockeying for the Auburn job last year. And so I think that's more the bad blood than even the Ole Miss thing. Like I heard it, like I heard free, like, you know, I don't know all details, but I've, I've, I've heard freeze does not love lane is some of the stuff I've heard. Um, but you know, and freeze ended up getting that job and obviously lane Florida with it. And we all know the stories, but I, I think that's almost kind of more of the thing than just the freeze Ole Miss thing now is what happened with that Auburn job. Yeah. Uh, as far as this game goes, I mean, I was right last week. I said LSU was going to just destroy Auburn. But the thing about Auburn, they they don't they can't throw outside the hash marks. Like literally, like all their sideline throws, they miss by 15 yards. But they stink on the road. But they're still a good football team at home. And this is a night game. They almost beat Georgia at home a few weeks ago. This is the freeze thing. Look, I would never this. I would never take old. No, I'd never take Ole Miss by six and a half. I think Ole Miss is going to gut this out. Yeah. I like. I think this is kind of just to survive. It's similar to the Arkansas game, but on the road. It's that's it's, exactly it's, what I said. I said it'll play out like that. But the problem is the line six and a half, and Ole Miss beat Arkansas by seven. Yeah, but you know? it's it's five in advance type situation. Uh, I've got Ole Miss winning twenty three twenty. 
and I, I like under fifty. I like under fifty five and a half. Ugh. I think Auburn. I, I think like I just Auburn's offense is bad, but I think they're going to fight on D. So I could I could see that. I, I just think this is a hapless Auburn team. This is probably going to be Freeze's worst team, but. I'll be honest. We put we put in predictions on the Ole Miss Spirit, OmSpirit.com, affiliate of On3. That's the website that I write for. And uh, we put in our predictions every Friday. And today, I put in mine, I said 34 to 18, uh, that this Auburn team is hapless, more more critically or more fatally, they're quarterbackless. And, and you could touch on, I mean, Peyton Thorne, Robbie Ashford, pick your, pick your fighter here, but none of them, if you're Ole Miss and the way they're playing right now, should particularly scare you. I do agree, though, because of all of the the dynamics off the field with the freeze stuff and just uh, tough to play is Auburn for Ole Miss going on the road to Auburn. I mean, they've only won there once in the last 20 years. It's not going to be easy, but I don't – this is funny because usually it's the other way around. I'm the one that's overly uh, cautious about predicting a win, and here I, I feel like – and you're the overconfident one, and yet I'm the overconfident one about this one. Like, I think – I think if Ole Miss even plays up remotely to its peak ability, that they should win this game in a walk. Yeah, it's just the going to Auburn thing. I think if this thing was in Oxford, you'd hear me saying a totally different deal, Lane being 18-2 and two at home and how bad Auburn's quarterback play is. It's it's just the fact that it's on the road at Auburn at night in that environment. Like, I just – that that's what that's what sketches me out here. I mean, there's well, no – he's going to try to steal seven to ten points with some – I don't know if it's flea flickers or – I hope he tries the Laquan Treadwell pass. Yeah, you know – Know something's coming, if not multiple things. Uh, How many times did he try the Laquan Treadwell pass at Ole Miss? And I don't know if it ever once worked. You know, where they? Yeah, I think he tried it at least three or four times, and it never worked. So hey, go with that one, or do the run the play that you ran at Memphis when you got Robert Kendichi concussed as a fullback, or, or, or the or the pass to Tunzel in the Sugar Bowl. That one actually worked though. So to his credit, <laughs> yeah, they're like when you're a mad scientist, they're not all going to be winners. So the ones that look good. I mean, that work, they look really good, but the ones that don't work look like, you know, backyard plays, and that was the Treadwell pass. So what does scare you then, or what concerns you in terms of this matchup for Auburn's direction? Like, and how can they really push Ole Miss then? Like, what well, makes I, them... What concerns me is I watched the Georgia-Auburn game, and I saw them fight Georgia like that at home. And that, and I just think that Auburn, with like I said, I've been to Auburn. I think they have one of the most underrated stadium atmospheres in the whole country, and that thing is going to be – Turned up to 180 on Saturday night with a six o'clock kickoff. And so I think their home field advantage is part of it. And I also think, you know, they're like I said, their defense is gonna gonna fight. I'm glad to hear Watkins is going and Trey Harris is going. Hopefully those guys are healthy. Uh, because I remember two years ago at Auburn, the reason Ole Miss lost because our top three receivers were out in that game. I mean, we just That's didn't a have a crowd got banged up. But that was what I was worried about going in when I see with Harris getting hurt a couple weeks ago and the Watkins getting hurt. I was like, man, this reminds me of two years ago in a bad way. But now it looks like they're both going. Ole Miss football is happening. The Chris Beard era right around the corner. A retooled Ole Miss baseball, not long removed from his 2022 national championship, the first ever for the program, is ready for a rebound in 2024. Have you gotten your tickets? There are plenty available for all sports. Single game tickets for football available now, as are season tickets for basketball and baseball season tickets go on sale starting in October. And you can also get tickets right now for the throwback game in the Tad Pad. They're still available, including VIP packages, but they're going fast and you don't want to miss out. 
Don't miss any of your Rebels in action this season. Visit www.oldmistix.com. That's www.oldmistix.com. Or you can give them a call at 662-915-7159. That's 662-915-7159 for the Ole Miss Athletic Foundation, a proud sponsor of the flagship and the Talk of Champions podcast network. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Introducing the new and improved BNA Bank mobile app. From setting transaction alerts and tracking your spending habits to managing travel plans and turning off a lost or stolen debit card, you can take care of all of it in the new BNA mobile app. At BNA Bank, we know that life moves pretty fast, and we have the mobile technology to keep up with your life on the go. BNA Bank, local, invested, modern banking. Watkins, I, I think it's a little bit of uh, gamesmanship on Kiffin's part. I, I find it really hard to believe. I mean, he might go, but it'll be mo- more as a decoy. He broke his hand in practice last Tuesday as a wide receiver. Um, so forgive my skepticism. And also, Lane Kiffin isn't the most reliable narrator when it comes to uh, injuries in general. You know, he's always been like going into, I think it was Alabama, when Trey Harris and Caden Priest, Corn and Quinshawn, there was questions about their statuses because of injury, and he released it to Chris Lowe that, oh, they're all doubtful, and they all played. So he's just not the most re- not reliable narrator when it comes uh, to injuries. But I think Jordan will play uh, in some way. It's just envisioning him catching a lot of balls. You know, he's let Ole Miss in receiving, both in receiving yards and receiving catches. Uh, not touchdowns, that's Trey Harris, seems a little far-fetched to me when you've broken one of the two things that make you what you are, which is a receiver. You know what I mean? But Trey Harris, he's going to play, and he's going to 
I don't think there's going to be much of any kind of uh, restrictions on him. Caden Prescorn is going to play too. Um, tragically, his father passed, and he's been dealing with that. He, that happened over the bye week. But I think Ole Miss is going to, for the most part, have its full complement of offensive options. But I think the shame of it when you bring up Jordan Watkins is Ole Miss hasn't had his predicted or projected full offensive lineup together once this year. I still yeah. don't think we know exactly – what Ole Miss could be yet. You know, Zachary Franklin was supposed to be such a big part of this, and he's been coming back from his own injury, a knee injury, and now Jordan goes down. I mean, it, it's it's a shame because I feel like this Ole Miss is positioned pretty well to make a real run at the number four seed in the college football playoff if they can, you know, just get it, get on, get everybody kind of back or get the arsenal back enough. You know what I mean? I just want to see what they look like with their full complement. Yeah, and I think, you know, this is the Quinshawn Junkins going home to Auburn game. I feel like this could be, you know, we need need, need need the big effort here on the ground. For this Auburn team, I don't know much about them, right? And where does Ole Miss match up well? Where do they compare favorably that they could take advantage of? You know what I mean? Yeah, I just think the Quinshawn and the run. I mean, and also Bentley, I just think Ole Miss needs to be balanced and run the ball because, uh, you know, Dart and Dart can run too. I mean, we've seen Dart use his legs so much. I just think that it's a game where, you know, at Bama, Ole Miss couldn't run the ball at all and we saw that at Tulane but then against LSU they ran for over 200 and they've kind of gotten the running game going again the last few weeks and I think being on the road it's about establishing that running game and being balanced not not make a dart be one-dimensional and have to throw so much so I just think in general, to 20 though Mincy 23 to I 20? think we grind it out surviving advanced deal like just like the Arkansas game man I, I really do I just think it's so that's what I think man look mm. I, I look I just Winning on the road in the SEC, it's it's just a, I just think it's a grinded out situation, man. And you so. and you did say it on this podcast a couple of weeks ago. You think this is a year where uh, nobody can win on the road, so that no, you know that, that's part of it too. I mean, this they, look. I'm not even kidding. I look at the schedule. Obviously, the at Georgia game is the hardest game left, but at Auburn to me, I'm 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 five times more worried about this than A and M at home. Like this game is the t- second toughest, and it's easily, you know, I, this is this is like. You win here, I think. I think we're really looking at you know another ten win year. I really do. Yeah, see, because for me, with Brock Bowers being down for Georgia, you look at that game. If it were being played at home, I'd be like, uh, ah, that's no upset bad. alert, you know. But being in Athens, I get it that there's still like, hey, you're going to be, uh, you're going to be the underdog in that game. But like, you look at the rest of the of the schedule for Ole Miss, even with Georgia, there's not a team on their schedule left that I don't think that they can be they can beat that day. Really, yeah. I mean, no, you know. I I mean, if they, like I said, at Georgia, I'm not going to go in considering that, like, we're going to win it. But I think it, it, I'm not saying it can't be done either. I'm going to say – no, I'm not. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I've been saying that the best path for Ole Miss, the most realistic path for Ole Miss is get, just get, get rid of the thoughts of the SEC championship game. I yeah, yeah, go 11-1. I get it. Yeah, and, and let Georgia beat Bama. Auburn Saturday night. So, that's, that's about all I'm concerned about right so now. So, if Ole Miss gets through Auburn this weekend – what will be your confidence level as far as a real playoff push for Ole Miss? Uh, I'd still say just the Georgia game. I'm still, you know, you can't, you know, when it comes to that Georgia, I mean, you give us what, I mean, I'd say we have a 20 or 25% shot to win it, you know, something like that, just because they haven't lost in so long and it's at home. But that it's a real conversation if they win this week. It is. All right. But like I said, man, I mean, I guess maybe I'm just have all this PTSD from this Albert Ole Miss you series. Do. I mean, I'm, like I've been, I mean, I've had anxiety all week about this one. I mean, this this one catches me out so bad. It's the worst. It's that road. Dude, this this line opened at Ole Miss by two before the Auburn LSU game. Then Auburn loses by thirty. It goes to four and a half. Then it went all the way to seven. Yeah, I ain't laying no touchdown on the road in this game. This free Super Bowl, man. People are crazy. 
I hope I'm. I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I'm yeah. saying that's a crazy. I mean, the, the, the crazy. three, the three plays I most associate with Ole Miss Auburn are Ben Obamanu's drop in 2003. Yeah, I was at the best time I ever went to Auburn. I went to that game. I was there too. I was in the opposite end zone. I had like the perfect like diagonal beeline sight view for it. And the other one is Laquan getting hurt, obviously, and the payback game against Tuberville in 1998. Those are the three games I associate with. None of them are normal in any way. None of them were normal. You know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. we always talk about the weirdness of the Arkansas games, and Auburn's pretty weird itself, and it's challenging because Ole Miss, again, doesn't necessarily win in Auburn, or at least hasn't recently won win in 20 years. I just think this Ole Miss team is far superior, and as long as they play to their ability, they should win in a walk, and if they don't, um, you're back to having the same conversations you were having after the Alabama loss. But we're not going to think that way. I'm thinking Ole Miss oh, is going to win. You no, think Ole Miss isn't going to cover? Survive in advance. Survive yeah. in advance. Survive in advance. What other games this weekend, though? Really? Man, I got a couple strong opinions. I, I hate this because we all need them to lose, but I think Alabama is going to beat the hell out of Tennessee and Tuscaloosa. I mean, I think it's going to be bloody. You seen that Tennessee offense play? Yeah, it doesn't look good. Dude, I mean, they beat A&M 2013 because they had a pick six. You saw them melt down at Florida. This is a revenge game from what happened in Knoxville last year. And I think people – that Bama second half where they stepped their foot off the gas against Arkansas where they were up big, they're up 21-6 and a half. I think that's throwing people off the sound of here what's coming. I mean, I think Bama like 27-10, something like that. Uh, other ones, interesting one in Houston, Texas. Texas and Houston are playing in a Big 12 conference game at Houston Stadium. Dude, I'm taking the 23 and a half in Houston. This is their oh, Super Bowl. You know how long they waited to get Texas in their own stadium in a conference game? I'm you know not what saying- that reminds me of? Ole Miss going to Memphis with Freeze. And I, I like my guy, Sudu Upadeya, who went to work with WWE. Now he's uh, covering Georgia. And he was telling me all week, big Ole Miss guy, graduated from Ole Miss. He's my dude. And he was like, Ben, don't worry about Memphis. Memphis is – but, like, it was their Super Bowl. You know how long Memphis has been waiting to get Ole Miss back? So, I'm thinking same like you. I mean, that Houston-Texas line, yeah, that's that's sexy right there. That's juicy. <laughs> Book and on the road, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely taking Houston. They're like 12 or 13 to one money line. I'm not saying they're going to win the game, but like, I'm probably going to put like 25 bucks on it, just thinking they're going to fight. You know, yeah. it's like 25 to win like three or 400. I mean, I can do that. You know, yeah. count me up. Yeah. Uh, but right, yeah, well, really Houston. And then I, like I said, I like the under in Ole Miss Auburn. I really do. I think it's going to be similar to that Arkansas game a little bit. That's going to be just a chore of a game. All right, give me a couple of other games that matter as far as how the postseason picture is going to be formed from this weekend. Like, what what are some games that you like? Ohio State, Penn State's the one to look at. And uh, that line's interesting. I mean, you think when Penn State's going to Ohio State, you'd see Ohio State as a seven-point favorite usually, and it's only four. And when I saw it only come out at four, I think I like Penn State. I think it looked weird. You know, I know in Ohio State's quarterback play is not what it's been with Colin McCord this year. But, like, they're still undefeated. They, they ended up, you know, they, they – Won that Notre Dame game at the very end of the game, that sneak. But who cares, man? It's a win. Uh, but for some reason, my instincts like Penn State just because that point spread came out at four instead of six or seven. Like, if it comes out low like that, that just is like an alarm bell to me. Um, but I'm real curious about that one. I think that's the biggest game on the national uh, level by far this week is uh, that Penn State-Ohio State game. All right, on October 20th, give me your national champion pick. Oh, God. Uh, man, so we got – Hard. I, I know. I guess Florida State, but I'm not oh. saying I'm. I'm I'm going Ohio State. I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I mean it's tough. That's what I'm saying. It's no joke this year. I mean, I love that though. I mean, I love that we get to have that. It's so it's so difficult. 
if Ole Miss were to get into the Final Four, which, again, it's a long shot, but there is a path. I don't want people to think, oh, Ben's being a homer again. No, there is a path um, if Ole Miss makes it in as the four. And let's assume that the other three are Georgia, Michigan, Ohio, Michigan and Ohio oh. State. Michigan or Ohio State or Penn State. One of those three. The Big Ten champs getting in. I think Florida State or North Carolina is getting in out of the ACC, but then you got Washington or the big Pac-12. I don't know. It's 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 wild right now. I, I don't I feel like Oklahoma is gonna get tripped up at some point. Yeah. Is there any team that you really believe in this year right now? Like really believe that, in, like, oh like, like really, really believe in. Like, I mean, I, I was a big Florida State roadie. I still I kind of think I am. I know that they kind of looked a little bad for a couple of weeks, but I really like them. That's why I keep saying them. I mean, I just really like Travis. And that's that's know. Ben Mintz's ride or die, Florida State in 2023, 24. He's going down with that one no matter what. My, my die. But <laughs> all right, Heisman pick. Give me your Heisman pick. Heisman looks pretty damn good too. Like yeah. I know everybody always bags on them because they always choke late, but I actually think their defense, they actually have a D line this year. And obviously, we all knew Drake May in the office was good, but I actually think they might, you know, they might have some semblance of a defense this year for the first time in, so, in a long time. So if that's the case, they, you know, that UNC Florida State ACC title game could be something. All right, give me your Heisman pick. Uh, I think I'll go with Penix right now. I mean, it's tough for him. I know being at Washington, but like he's just destroying the record books. I know doing. I know Gabriel's getting hype from Oklahoma, but I still need to see if he can get the season healthy. He's had so many injuries, so I'm going to go with Penix at Washington. Well, it feels like this is the only way we can end this one. Um, how should Ole Miss – or how do you remember? Not how Ole Miss fans. Don't tell them how to think. How do you remember – what is Freeze's legacy, in your opinion, at Ole Miss? I mean, because the wins were unprecedented at the time. Yeah, I, I still have, like, positive memories of it. I mean, I know it was really bad on the way out, but, like, I, I, but I planned on going back to finish my degree during the good Freeze years. I mean, that was a – very large factor in my decision to go back to Oxford was like, we're going to be good these next two years. So I'm going to do it. And to beat Bama both those times. I mean, I don't know. I still have more good than bad to say about freeze just because that, and I know, you know, obviously the blowback those couple of years was, was very, very tough, but I still have positive memories just seeing us beat Bama twice. I'm the same way. Um, I have my own personal stories with freeze. Like after he called me uh, after they got beat at Florida, 30 to 10, got waxed. And it's 10 30 in the morning. I'm driving to Nashville to a funeral and I get a call saying he's how mad he is because I dared to tweet bad things during the game. I'm like, dude, you lost 30 to 10 at Florida, like a bad Florida team. Why are you calling me on Sunday morning? Go do something productive for your program. Or the time that he uh, got mad at uh, one of my friends who I won't name because they still work around here. And he said, I don't know what your core values are like, dude, no, don't do, don't do this. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of things, but, all of that's kind of silly nonsense for me because I think Freeze deserves to be celebrated. He was when he came back with Liberty. He uh, he made Ole Miss believe again, and it ended terribly. It did. Um, the NCAA stuff, we'll all defend him on that. The other stuff is what I think really clouded some judgment. But at the end of all things, uh, Freeze, uh, that 2014 win over Alabama. That's and what yes, I'm saying. 15 won two. Yeah, if you remove those two wins – his resume is pretty mid, as the kids say. However, you, that's not how this whole, this whole thought process works. That's not how this whole thought exercise works. I was there for both of those games. And, and those games will forever go down as two of the most uh, significant wins in Ole Miss football history. So I think now, seven, eight years removed, you know how you remember Freeze? Thanks, man.
appreciate it. You know, it, you don't have to like be friends no more. You know what I mean? You don't have to like, but you can say, Hey, I appreciate him for what he did. And it, it ended like shit, but I mean, he, I, he DM'd me before saying, Oh, not true. Like something I tweeted about him. Like, I mean, if I DM'd everybody in the internet who said bad stuff about me on a day-to-day basis, dude, I wouldn't have time to, to, to live because of how, like, I mean, I, ta- I take so much. It's not as bad now, but I take so much abuse on Twitter. Yeah, like, so do I. Like, I mean, you know how many times a day I get told, hey, you look like Shrek and the great Hambino had a baby. Yeah, and oh, I get it. It's dude, just fine. Me I feel alcohol syndrome recently. I mean, dude, I mean, it's unreal, dude. People say anything behind a keyboard. Like, I got up one day, and they're like, you have fetal alcohol syndrome. I'm like, man, that's pretty mean, bro. Like, <laughs> that's really mean. Holy <laughs> like, crap. <bro. laughs> I, don't, I can't recover from that. I'm well, trying to be a positive guy. You know, I don't know, man. What's going on? Well, I remember I made a joke on a podcast. It was like a random <laughs> podcast in the summer. And we were uh, comparing, because it's the summer. We had nothing to talk about, but we still do our podcast. And I was like, we're comparing uh, – SEC head coaches, or may, yeah, I think it was just, or maybe college football head coaches to cartoon characters. And I said that like Freeze would be if Goofy were a door to door Bible salesman, you know? <laughs> and I said that like on my little dinky podcast, I didn't tag him, nothing. I'm telling you, an hour later, <laughs> how could you ever say that? Who even says these kind of things? I don't know what your core values are. I'm like, dude, it's just a joke, you know? Like, it's just uh, – that's the one thing. If he could ever just have some self-awareness, Freeze would be fine. I like Freeze, man. He's a good dude, and uh, he's gone through some shit, but haven't we all? And Ole Miss and Auburn play this weekend, 6 p.m. Central Time on the Plains. Mincy doesn't love the six and a half. He wants – or he doesn't want. He's expecting <laughs> – He's expecting – a grind it out, but as long as Ole Miss survives in advance and keeps that playoff push going, you're the man, my friend. I appreciate you. Oh, I love it. Thanks for having me, Ben. And, uh, you know, I look forward to it. I'll, I'll feel much more confident at home against Vandy next week. I assure you of that. Well, God, I'd hope so. And if you haven't already, and if you're interested, Brickwise Damn. Company, yes, hit up or Mincy. If you're interested, uh, at Stool Mincy, Twitter, Instagram, I'm happy to give you a phone call and tell you about it and introduce myself. He's the man. He's Ben Miss. Thank you, my friend. Thanks, Ben. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.